Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to episode 42 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today, I am going to guide you through mobility, which I have never done without me seeing the human. I've taught yoga, fitness, mobility, all the things via in-person, via me doing a demo video, even me kind of squinting at a screen and giving instruction via Zoom. But this is the first time that I'm going to guide you through a bit of mobility just through your headphones. Um, This is going to be a mobility where you need nothing but yourself. So I would think of this as like a good little midday fix. You've been sitting in front of your computer for two to three hours and your body's starting to feel like shit. Uh, So let's hit the pause button and get yourselves moving. If you are not in a space where you can give it a try, uh, you can definitely listen and just take note or maybe hit the save button, come back to this guy later, uh, favorite this episode, all the things, because I think that there is definitely something for everyone in this episode, because I am a big believer that motion is lotion. So without further ado, Go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or whatever's going to make you smile. And let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Before we dive into all of the mobility goodness, I want to take a moment to talk about furry skincare, especially as we are now covering movement. Um, Frey is a skincare line that is for the humans who sweat. I literally use them two to three times a day. I never used to be one to, that sounds really weird. I never used to be one to wash my face. Like that makes me sound so dirty, but, um, I hope you get what I'm saying. I was not the girl to wake up in the morning, wash my face, put lotion on, or to do that at night. I would just wash my face whenever I was in the shower and that was it. Um, now it is such a relaxing routine for me or even an awakening routine. I like that they have everything from a good SPF to different lotions for dry to oily skin, a bunch of different face washes, specifically some that will be like, this is for you post sweat. This is to help you take off your makeup, uh, things like that. They even have some cream that is to, uh, for you to put on at night to help with dryness or darkness under your eyes, which I have a tendency to get kind of puffy there, and uh, it, it seems to help. So at any time, you can use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, and that will save you at least 10% on everything that they have. So either if it is a full-priced item or whatever sale is going on, you can use my code so that you save additional monies. All right, so again, today is the first time that I'm guiding mobility without doing or seeing anything. And I'm definitely now realizing that 
if I struggle with communicating my instruction or my cueing, I have a tendency to move my body. So I'm going to try really hard to not do that so that you don't hear a bunch of crackling and background noise. But I'm sorry if uh, this doesn't come out all that well, but let's give it a go, right? There's only one way to find out. So I am going to start from the bottom up. We're going to talk about your feet and ankles, your hips and hamstrings, your side body and shoulders, and then the neck with the muscles of the face. So I'm breaking this into four different categories. My idea is that you can do this in the middle of the day. If you are back to being in the office and you're sitting down in front of a computer Maybe you're three hours in and you're just now realizing, oh my gosh, I haven't moved my body in three hours. I highly recommend that you go up and take a potty break and grab some water and then move the body some. You might move through all of these exercises that I'm going to give. There's roughly about 10 or so, Uh, or maybe you just do one or two and then you get back to work. Always remember that something is better than nothing right? So ideally this is to be done without really any equipment. I'm going to talk about a wall and a chair, but I'm assuming that you have access to that. Some of these you can even do in the car. So if you're listening to this and you have a little bit of a tight neck or shoulders, if you are the passenger, you can definitely do more of these there. But if you're the driver, you can even get one or two of these going on. All right. So again, we're going to start from the bottom and work on up, starting with the feet and ankles. The first thing I would do is get on up, move your weight towards a wall or maybe even a step just to get some nice good flexion within the ankle. So think of taking one foot up the wall, heel is down as the ball of the foot and the toes are going up and you're just going to stay there for about 30 seconds. The farther away the torso is from the wall, you might feel less tension or it might be less intense. And the closer that the torso gets, it might be more intense. You pick your poison. Find whatever is something that is accessible. And with any and all of these movements, I encourage it to be something where you can still breathe. None of these stretches should be too crazy intense where you're having to like clench your jaw and tighten up your body. But if you do, back out of it some. After you do one foot up a wall or a step for 30-ish seconds, 10 ankle circles on each foot. And my best piece of advice here is to roll that ankle as big as what you can. So like imagine that there is a paintbrush on your toes and we're trying to make this circle, uh, this drawing, as big of a circular motion as what we can. Not something that's a small circle, a nice big circle. After that, this is when I do recommend coming to something that is like a step of some sort if you can, but if not, you can always do this on a flat surface. We're going to do 10 calf raises in three different positions. The first one is going to be your feet out. For those of you that don't know, dance is what was my original form of movement. So think of first position. Then we're going to go to your feet parallel, very similar to yoga, what you would find in mountain pose, Tadasana, Samasitihi. And then you're going to bring your feet so that they are turning inwards. So your toes are pointing in towards each other and the heels of the feet are pointing away. If you are on a step, you can then let the heels of the feet drop lower. 
right? But again, if you do not have access to that, you'll still definitely receive some benefit with just doing this on a flat surface. So 10 out, 10 straight, 10 in. That's all we got for the feet and ankles, right? Pretty, pretty manageable. However, if you've been sitting for a while and uh, you really haven't moved your feet around some, you might get a tendency for the calves to really tighten or as you start to walk, it's almost like a tingly like feeling. If that is you, then I strongly recommend that you try to implement this maybe even just once a day because something is better than nothing. All right, let's keep moving on up the body. I'm going to get real technical with my terminology here and the next movement I'm going to call knee knockers. So I'm going to ask you to come to a seat where you're not sitting uh, with your back against the chair. So sitting forward also to where you have space alongside you, meaning that the butt is kind of just on the chair. From there, we're going to take your feet down to the ground and we want them wider than your hips. So a nice wide stance. Now from here, we're going to keep the feet where they're at and allow the knees to first move out or away from each other and then let them come in and towards each other. As they move in that outwards motion, I want you to really guide the knees as far away as what you can and hold for about two to three seconds. As you're there, you might feel the outside of the hip into the glute kind of activate some. Cool. That's perfect. If you don't, also perfect. Once you pause in that outwards position for two to three seconds, we're then going to bring the knees in towards each other, still trying to not move the feet too much. You might have to adjust from the pinky toe side to the big toe side. That is fine, but we're just not trying to scoot them in too close to each other. They're still in a nice wide stance as your knees then fall in towards each other, getting more of an internal rotation. For some bodies, the knees might touch easily, cool, for others, they might not. Also cool. Same thing, we're going to pause there for about two to three seconds. We'll move back and forth from that out to inwards motion ten times. Then we're going to take what I like to call the top of a sun cell. That's also known as sun salutation A or Sierra Namaskar A within the yoga community um, or in the Sanskrit. So I'm going to ask you to come to standing. This time we're going to try to keep your feet to where they are either at that hips distance position or maybe even in closer towards each other. Honestly, wherever you feel the most grounded or the strongest, a position where you can stand nice and tall, lengthen your spine. We'll then go through, that is called mountain pose. So we'll start in mountain, standing tall, arms down alongside you, and we're going to try to move a little bit with breath. On your inhale, we're going to stretch your fingers so that they extend overhead, pointing them up towards your ceiling, maybe even look towards the fingers if that feels okay. And then on your next exhale, you're going to hinge at your hips as you come all the way down to a forward fold, allowing the fingers to relax down towards your toes. They never have to touch the ground. At the bottom of that exhale, you'll take an inhale to re-lengthen your spine to a halfway position. Your fingertips might then adjust to where they're just grazing on the mat. Maybe they come up to the shins or the thighs, a position where the core is engaged and the spine is nice and long. And then again, you'll take an exhale to hinge and fold back in that forward fold position. 
As you're there, we want to try to feel all four corners of your feet, meaning both sides of the ball of the foot, both sides of the heel of the foot. A lot of times we think that a long line is what we're looking for. So you might see that someone is hyperextending through the knee and really like sticking their butt back in space. It actually does not matter if we find a straight line with the legs, but we do want to focus on lifting your sits bones or lifting your butt up towards the sky. So the lowest part of the core might activate some in order to have that position or in order to connect to that position, right? Stay there for really as long as you'd like. I'd recommend for purposes of this exercise, something like two to maybe five cycles of breath. And then take a big bend into your knees and roll your spine up nice and slow, one vertebra at a time. Now up to you, you can repeat it just like that for five to eight rounds, or maybe you move a tiny bit faster. So again, from mountain, arms down alongside you, inhale your arms stretch up, exhale forward fold, inhale find that halfway position, a strong belly, exhale hinge and fold, and then inhale come all the way back up, fingers stretch overhead, and exhale relaxing the arms down alongside you. The main challenge I have for you here is try not to let the butt shift too far forward and back as you're moving up and down with your torso and arms. Next, we're going to move into your side body and your shoulders. First one is just a nice yummy side stretch. You can do this in a seat or in standing. If you are in a comfortable seat, in a chair, maybe crisscross applesauce, something like that, to stretch through the left side, we'll take your right hand down to the ground or resting on your chair as the left arm stretches overhead. From there, you want to think about grounding through the left sit bone as the left fingers stretch over or away. So moving the fingers away from the left hip. Stay there for a few cycles of breath and then switch over to the other side. I would recommend doing maybe five on each side. Now, if you are in a standing position, this is when, again, a wall could come in handy. You can, rather than taking the right hand down to the ground or to the chair, you can let the right hand kind of rest on the wall. Stretch the left arm all the way up and overhead so that it is also making contact on the wall. And then you can use both hands to kind of push the torso away some, finding more of a banana or a half moon-like shape with your body in a standing position. So again, a side stretch, maybe about five or so times on each side. You can just chill on one side for a good few cycles of breath, or maybe you come back to that uh, moving with breath. Both are perfect. From there, we're going to take an eagle cat cow. It does not matter if you are in a seat or if you are standing. The side stretch and this position are both ones that you can do inside a car pretty easily. So for eagle, we'll have two different variations. Uh, imagine that you're stretching your arms in a straight line out in front of you. So my fingers are in a straight line out from the shoulder. Palms are pointing up towards the sky. And then I'm going to cross the right arm on top of the left, like I'm crossing at the elbows. From here is where the two options come in. You can either give yourself a hug, as if you're trying to pat yourself on the back, or you can wrap your arms up into a full eagle position. I a lot of times like to say wrap them up like a pretzel as your palms come towards touching. 
From here, you want to try to keep the elbows in a straight line out from the shoulder as you're in this neutral position. You can stay there for as long as what you want. But then we want to move in or add in that cat and cow motion to help bring some mobility into the spine. So on your inhale, we're going to lift the elbows up towards the sky. Let your gaze follow. And then exhale, you're going to bring the elbows in towards your belly button as again, you look towards the belly button. So inhale, you lift up. Your arms are still in a hug or a pretzel position. And exhale, curl in. I'm going to recommend the same numbers, maybe five to eight times of this on each side. So one time you'll have the right arm on forward and uh, the other you'll have the left arm on forward. Similar to the knee knockers, with your eagle cat cows, try not to be in a position where you're sitting with the back against the chair. Even if you're in the car, just kind of scoot your butt forward some so that your spine is long and your belly is engaged to support the spine. Next up, we're again going to stand on up and make your way towards a wall. We're going to take wall scap push-ups. So you can definitely do these on the ground if you want. However, I'm going to take the assumption that you might already have people looking at you if you're doing this at work. And maybe my ladies are in a real cute little dress and they don't want to get down on the ground. Maybe you just don't want your hands to touch the ground. So for purposes of this exercise, we're going to do them on a wall. And primarily for the intention that we're going for right now is to just find movement within the body. We're not really trying to challenge it too much. We're just trying to encourage the blood flow. So doing it at a wall is perfectly fine, even if you know that you can do 100 of them in a plank, no problemo, right? So imagine that you are going to do a push-up at the wall. So your hands are, again, in a straight line out from the shoulder, and then you're going to scoot your feet a little farther back so that you are on the balls of the feet. Now from here, your arms stay straight, and then you want to think about your chest sinking down so that your scaps, your shoulder blades, are coming towards each other. And then you'll push the wall away as you then think of there's a little string in between the shoulder blades and that is pulling your body away. So then creating space within the shoulder blades. Really small movement. Arms stay straight the entire time. Your chest will sink down as much as what you can as the shoulder blades come back and towards each other. And then imagine that you're pushing the wall away, finding a little bit of a cat-like posture with the shoulders, or again, broadening the shoulder blades. I would recommend doing anywhere from 10 to 20 of these, one to two times. 10 to 20 wall scap push-ups, one to two times. Last but not least, as we keep on moving up the body, we're going to talk about your neck and then the muscles of the face. This is, well, both of these. You can definitely do inside the car, no problem. First one that we're going to take is a side neck stretch. We're going to do two, so one on each side. Think of your right ear coming towards your right shoulder. So we're creating a space within the left side of your neck. We're trying to lengthen from the left, the top of the left shoulder all the way up towards your left ear. Now, as you do this, if the right ear is touching onto the right shoulder, then you're in a scrunched up position. We don't want that. We do not want the ear and the shoulder to touch. If you need more of a stretch as you're here, so again, right ear towards right shoulder. I'm right now talking about opening the left side of the neck. 
You can either think of your left fingers stretching farther down or away from the left shoulder. Or maybe even take your right hand all the way up and overhead so that the right hand is coming right above your left ear. Right hand above your left ear. Now don't be an asshat to yourself as you're doing this. Uh, We do not want to yank the head down. You're using that to gently create more space within the side of the neck. I would recommend 30 seconds to a minute on one side and then switch 30 seconds to a minute on the other side. Last but not least, we're going to give your eyebrows some love because I'm assuming that at some point in the day, you have had RVF of some fashion. You've had a resting bitch face going on. You've been squinting at the computer. If you're in the car, maybe you're squinting from the sun, so on and so forth. So in order to give your eyebrows some love, we're going to take your thumbs so that they come to your third eye center, the spot in between your eyebrows. And we're just going to draw a little line with your thumbs on the eyebrows all the way out towards your hairline. Once you get to the hairline, pick the thumbs back up, bring them back to your third eye, and again, slowly draw that line. Now, some of these are very much uh, things that would fall under the mobility realm. So for example, scat push-ups, those are definitely a mobilization-like exercise. Same thing with the motion of cat and cow or a side stretch. Something like eyebrow love, that is not necessarily uh, mobility, if you will. But I think that finding that little extra TLC might be what makes you smile or what allows you to feel that you have relaxed or opened or stretched, whatever it may be. So I added a few of those on in there. It doesn't help to bring a smile to your face, especially if it's something rather quick, right? Oh, and for the eyebrow love, as much as what you want, it's eyebrow love. One time, 20 times, who cares? Now, in regards to how often, realistically, you can get all of this done within 10 minutes, no problem. The first time through, it might take you a minute because you're again just listening to my guidance and you're kind of like, uh, what the hell is she talking about? You have to pause, take notes, maybe do a Google, whatever it may be. So, uh... Your first time around may be a little bit longer, but you could definitely get this done within 10 minutes. However, maybe you don't really have 10 minutes or you don't want to take 10 minutes, right? Maybe you get up, you go to the bathroom, and you do two of the ankle movements. You can even do it while you're sitting on the frickin' toilet. (laughs) Next, uh, you get up for your water break and you do a few of the knee knockers or a few top of a sun sal. Later on in the day, whenever you have to run for an errand, you take a tiny little side stretch, mix in some scat push-ups at a wall. And then last but not least, as you're really pissed off at some part of the day, maybe whenever you're driving home or you're on a phone call that is just extremely stressful and all you want to do is chuck the frickin' phone, I can almost guarantee that you are then building tension within your shoulders and the muscles of your face. So that's whenever that nice little side neck stretch and some eyebrow love would come in handy. My point here is you can add these things in at any time of day. Now, I also believe that adding in daily mobility to your regular routine can be oh so beneficial. 
but I also totally get the fact that you probably are working a full-time job, trying to maintain a social life, getting errands in, obtaining or trying to squeeze in another form of fitness and you're like I just can't freaking do it all right this is when I do believe that doing something like this is a hundred percent better than nothing I get that whenever you go to the gym you do not want to do the same exact movement every single day I number one don't recommend it it's probably not the safest and number two you might just get bored with it right But if whenever you get up out of the chair, after a long car ride, uh, maybe daily from your desk, and you always have the one thing that is like, ugh, this is constantly bothering me. If it's that your calves are really tight, do some of the ankle work. If it's that your low back is bothering you, move into some of the hamstring exercises. If it's that your shoulders are cranky, do anything from the shoulder to neck movements right? That is something where you can take one of those exercises for a minute every single day to try to make that part of your body better. And I am sorry, but you have a fucking minute, period. You have a minute. If you though are looking for more mobility work, uh, if you're looking for a way to work one-on-one, I might just have you covered. (laughs) With TCY Mobility, I have the option for you to work with me via a virtual platform. I utilize TrueCoach, where I program everything from your warm-up, which is never that extensive for mobility. Uh, we'll add in some things that will still make you sweat with mobility. It's not just a yummy stretch, right? Uh, but it could definitely be very beneficial and a good counter to other things that you do on the regular. I also am launching a program called Mobilize and Accessorize coming here shortly. I'm really hoping for September. Right now, this is going to launch in July of 2021. I'm really hoping I can have that live in September. We shall see, fingers crossed. But to either uh, apply to work with me one-on-one or to sign up to get the deets, Peep the link in the show notes. Uh, If you go straight to my link tree, you can see all the things. Um, I should have a website coming soon too. So lots of growth here with the Caffeinated Yogi. And I truly thank you for being here, listening, and supporting in that fashion. If you found this episode to be beneficial, then please, please, please take a screenshot of what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram story, Tell your followers why this episode was so dope as you tag me at Danielle the Yogi or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks, which is the home of the podcast on the gram. Again, the show notes is where you get all the savings from Frey Skincare to work with me one-on-one to joining a mailing list to find when all of the other fun things are coming your way. As always, I do just want to take one hot second to end by saying thank you. You are awesome, and I truly appreciate you listening to me blab here on the podcast. Until next time, my lovelies, namaste and slay boothang.